Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk on AM 1600 KIVA. 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rock of talk. I'm going to wrap this week with the best. Save the best for last. Greg Sedetti here in studio. He's he's uh he's he's getting ever busier with all the things that are going on, and uh, we are here in the Kiva with him to kind of wrap the week. And no better place, uh, no place I'd rather be than with uh, Greg here talking about what matters. Greg, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me back on the show, and I hope to give your listeners something. Really new and something really interesting before the weekend. Ooh, if you stay tuned all the way to the very yep. end, Aaron, on a Friday, you may have got yourself uh, one of those nuggets that you can run through the weekend and say, hey, I know this or that. Have you ever exactly thought about this right. or that way? So, all right, let's right. delve into it. I don't even have papers in front of me. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm leaving you blind. You're like, oh, I'm you- not going to let you go down and jump ahead of me, Eddie, this week. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're, we're not. We're gonna flip the script on uh, on you, and we're not gonna let. We're not gonna ask you to guess anything either, because you know I'll just muck that up as well. Actually, there are a few things that are new to you, and so I kind of wanted to get real reaction as I go through this. So let's start okay. with a, some recent headlines from my world, the money world. Uh, first one: in unprecedented monetary overhaul, the Fed is preparing to deposit digital dollars directly to each American. And so let's talk, let's set this up. Eddie, in the past quantitative easings, in the past money printings, all of these stimulus actions, the mechanism has always been the same. The Federal Reserve has printed up money, they have pushed the money down to the banks, and then it was incumbent upon the banks to loan money out to hopefully individual small businesses to get the economy moving. But you know what happened in real life. The banks kept a bunch of the money for themselves to shore up their own balance sheets because they were in trouble. And the other thing they did is they loaned to the big guys, the ones they were absolutely certain could pay them back. And not nearly enough money trickled down to Main Street versus Wall Street. Well, the political pressure really mounted, particularly after what happened with COVID, when they reprinted $6 trillion dollars. And the vast majority of that ended up going to the big guys and not the little guys. And even your listeners were calling in and saying, hey, what's going on here? So now, thus this headline, unprecedented monetary overhaul, the Fed's preparing to deposit digital dollars directly to each American. All right, let's follow up with the next headline. Fed's direct money transfers are coming. Brainerd says, this is Lael Brainerd, she's a Federal uh, Reserve Governor. Uh, Brainerd says Fed collaborating with MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, on hypothetical, quote unquote, digital currency. I'm just here to tell you it is not hypothetical. What they are planning to do is introduce a digital currency very similar to Fed or to uh, Bitcoin, except in this case, I would say it's Fedcoin. For the sake of today's show, let's just call it Fedcoin. And it would be the digital currency issued by the Federal Reserve. And they've even got an acronym for it now. They're calling it the Central Bank Digital Currency. Excuse me. The CBDC. And what they're trying to do now is figure out how to make the digital currency legal tender. And once they would do that, here's how the system would work. Basically, what they would do is they would say, 
download the Fed app on your phone. Once you've downloaded the Fed app, we are going to deposit, let's just make up a number, 1,200 Fed coin into your account. And we are willing to do it not just once, but we will do it every month for you. You could call it universal basic income. You could call it stimulus money. But they will bypass the banks completely. The money will just go directly into everybody's phone. So why would you do this? And why would you do it like this? Well, first, they want to get past the political pressure of the money flowing through the banks first. And this isn't working to Main Street. Uh, The second issue is it was kind of cumbersome for them to mail checks to everybody or to try to do direct deposit into everybody's account. And so if they could just push the money directly into your phone, that would be easier. Plus, a lot of Americans don't have bank accounts. But almost oh, there. wow, that's... Right. How, what? Yeah. Lots like, of, what percentage? People don't have bank accounts? Oh, sure. We probably have... Like 20, whom? 20, well, people in the inner cities, they don't, they don't have bank accounts. They live on a cash basis. But we have lots of people in America with no bank accounts. That was the strangest thing. I'm not going to lie. That, yeah. was, that was strange <laughs> when you said people but, don't have bank accounts. Every, I think everybody has a bank account. No, but everybody's got a phone. And okay. So this push is Push money down. All right, so all right now, now, now things are starting to, to make a little sense here. All right, now let me make it even weirder for you. What they want to push into your phone is not a dollar. It is not what I call even an e-dollar. So, for example, Eddie, when you get paid, I'm going to guess oftentimes you get digital money. You get money just deposited directly to your bank account. It doesn't, obviously, it doesn't come in cash. It just gets digits hit your bank account, I would call that an e-dollar. And of course, a dollar-dollar is just a cash dollar. What that looks like to the government is just something like you would see on a scoreboard. How many digital dollars does Eddie have in his bank account at this time? Well, let's just say you go to the bank. So will they know? Are they intending to know? Yes. Uh, Well, my... Okay. Yeah, you're, yes, of course you're always they are. jump ahead. It's always, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, so, and it is, it's what you just said. If, if, you took, if you went to the bank today and you withdrew 500 bucks for the weekend and you spent it on gas and a restaurant, maybe some wine, maybe you go to the casino, the government can't really track that money. The Fed coin is different. Every single Fed coin will have a digital signature. And so each Fed coin will be unique. So if they decide to push money down into Eddie's phone, and they, let's just say you get Fed coins 1 to 100. If you spend 25 of those Fed coins at the restaurant, they will know what restaurant got the money. Actually, they'll probably know what you had to eat. And then if the restaurateur goes and, and, and he goes and spends it on gasoline or the dry cleaner or buying weed at the local you know, pot shop, they will know all of this. Each coin has its own signature. They will know exactly how your money is spent in, in every way. Now, you might say, well, I just won't take it. Well, I, want you, I want you to think how hard it's going to be for you not to take it, how, how big this carrot is, or maybe I should call it a hook. They're going to say, look, download the app, we're going to send you 12 digital wallets available to all residents and citizens of the United States. 
and to businesses domiciled in the United States, end quote. The source of that, if you want to go look, is govinfo.gov. Just type in digital wallet and in the search bar, and two things are going to pop up. You're going to see two Senate bills. One is the Banking for All Act, and the other one is the Illicit Currency Act. And you can read all about these things, Eddie. But let, let me... Let me tell you what... I love how democratic that sounds. A banking for all act. Right, in the illicit currency act. Because if you're using cash, you must be a terrorist or a drug dealer or hiding something from the government. So you can see the direction they want to go with this thing. Now, they're saying all Federal Reserve member banks. Who are those? Wells Fargo, Bank of America is a member of the Federal Reserve System. Uh, Washington Fed is here locally. Albuquerque... uh, you know, what is it? Not Albuquerque National Bank, but Bank of Albuquerque. Most banks are part of the Federal Reserve banking system and are members. Now, your listeners are probably thinking, well, what if I'm a member of a credit union and they're not part of the Federal Reserve system? And that's true. So they have a provision in here for this. If you have limited access to Federal Reserve banks or you have a credit union account, then banks must partner with the post office, to have digital pass-through accounts so that you will have a digital wallet, even if you're a member of a credit union, through a portal at the post office so that you can receive the digital Fed coin. Now, think about what's happened here. In the last month, the post office already said, has already said, look, We're prepared to handle voting in the country. We could set up blockchain technology for each individual voter where you could vote securely using the blockchain method. And I can see you doing a north-south head nod on the other side of the class. Yeah, okay. So we're going to have voting and your money and the mail (laughs) all flowing through the post office. I mean, it's... It's stunning what they're thinking about doing. So, the advertising for this has already begun. If you go to the International Monetary Fund's website, you can see very slick productions about these digital coins, the digital currency that is coming. And again, it is different from a regular dollar which can't be tracked. Fed coin can't be tracked. So, parenthesis here. I really thought that China would be the first country in the world to do this. But we're looking at 10 weeks out, January 1st. I'm not saying they're going to roll it out 20, January 1st. They're probably not. But the members of the Federal Reserve Banking System must have digital wallets prepared for all citizens, residents, and businesses in the United States. Now, let's take it to the next Step. So you're tracking with this so far, I I can tell. The next step is the digital currencies, Eddie, are programmable. What does that mean? Uh, Let me give you some examples. Let's just pretend that they want to really enforce COVID lockdowns. They've downloaded 12. All right. right, Yeah. You see where it's going? They have downloaded 1,200 FedCoin into your phone. And they want to keep you within five miles of where you live. You can only spend those Fed coin within five miles for gas, 
food, you know, whatever else you're going to spend the money on. Uh, let's say that they, they decide to start giving you a social credit score like you're seeing in China. Are you a good citizen or are you a bad citizen? Well, if you're a bad citizen and you go to buy a train ticket with your Fed coin, they can program your Fed coin where it doesn't work. We're so sorry, sir. Your score just isn't high enough right now. No travel. Social credit enough. score. Correct. They can go, actually, even beyond this, they could decide that if they wanted to reward you for being the good citizen, they can push more Fed coin into your phone and say, well done, you're doing everything the government has told you to do. But you, meanwhile, <laughs> Eddie, who went to the Trump rally, you're a bad citizen. <laughs> They can pull it out. And so you can see the tether that they can put on you via your your money system. They can basically start controlling all of your actions based on your money. And you should be getting a really bad feeling about this right now. Oh, well, they can't see my face on the air. Right. Okay. So you do know the heart of evil is control of your life. Well, yeah, and then they they do it through your money. Yeah. Okay, now let's, now let's take it to the institutional level. Uh, Eddie, your Bank of America, you're about to receive one billion Fed coin to loan out to your customers. They could program tranches of the Fed coin to say, well, you can loan it out, B of A, but this tranche has to go only to new Green Deal loans. Or this tranche can only go toward fracking loans, or this tranche can only go to home loans for this neighborhood, but not for that neighborhood. And so even at the institutional level, what you can start to see is control of how money moves and everything will be traced and controlled via the people at the top on what behaviors they want to reward and what behaviors they want to punish. So let's take it a little bit different. Let's say um, Dowd's not here right now. I kind of wish you were. Let's say we've got politically correct Dowd who runs a coffee shop. But his coffee shop... (laughs) (laughs) He would be doing none of those things ever. (laughs) I was kind of hoping he would be here just so I could see the look on his face. Yeah, he'd be like, coffee shop, no. Coffee shop Dowd who does everything right but can't run a business and he's about to go under. Meanwhile... There's unpolitically correct Eddie, who is running the competing coffee shop and doing it very, very well. But the, they want to reward Dowd. What they could do is they could program the Fed coins in the area to be accepted at politically correct Dowd's coffee shop, but of no use at Eddie's profitable but unpolitically correct coffee shop. These are the types of things you will be able to do with basically a blockchain programmable Fed coin that almost everybody will be enticed to take because it's free money. Now, why would the Fed want to do this? It's gotten pretty clear to me that the Federal Reserve wants to do three things. They want to keep asset prices high. Uh, Think stock market and housing prices. They want to keep interest rates low. And clearly, they're doing that. Interest rates are still around zero. And they want to ramp up inflation because, Eddie, they want to pay back these massive debts that we have with inflated dollars. 
So here's what else you could do with a programmable Fed coin. They could put a timer on it. So let's just say they've put the 1200 Fed coin into your phone, but if you don't spend it within a month, right. it disappears. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Use it or lose it. Yep. All right. So now what happens? Yeah, this is this is perfect. Right down the line. Yeah. You you can you can start inflation. I was, I was waiting to see like what's the pool? What do you got to do to so you if, like this is all part of your social credit score that you're going to end up having. Exactly. Makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> right. So and this is I mean this sounds like you know you running your children in your own house type right. of rules. Kind of. You know, here here you go. Here's your card. This is the amount of money if you don't use it. And you can only buy these things, and this is good, and this is it. One for bad, two for right. good. Think how powerful this is, though. We are going to uh, voluntarily put who, who, on our shackles <laughs> so that as they control the money, they control because it's you. free. Because it's free money. Right. And let's say they want to stop inflation. Well, that they immediately impose a 20% Fed coin tax, and boom, it disappears from your account. Well, you're not going out tonight. This isn't woo-woo stuff that is just kind of out there in the ether and, oh, they're never going to do this. Go to that website. Read the Banking for All Act. (laughs) Read the Illicit Currency Act because what you can't have in this system is you can't have a cash society that is working side by side with this. Now, initially, you probably will. You'll have your regular dollars, you'll have your cash, and then you'll have your Fed coin. But at some point, they're going to be wanting to get you out of the cash because they can't control that. And besides, if you're using cash, you've got to be a drug dealer or a terrorist or what are you trying to hide? <laughs> and besides, uh, what dollar bills hold that COVID virus for up to four weeks. Everybody knows that, so we could all get sick from cash. You can see where this is going. And this is in the illicit cash uh, bill that's also in the Senate that's going side-by-side with the Banking for All Act. Also in that bill is the regulation and oversight of digital currencies outside the government's purview. Think Bitcoin, think Ethereum, think Litecoin. All of these digital currencies that a lot of people have kind of embraced will now either be erased under the same auspices is what you're seeing with cash. Oh, if you're working with Bitcoin, you've got to be a drug guy. They do not want a competing right. decentralized yeah, right, right. private currency competing against the coin of the realm, which can now be used to control a population. So you can see, can you see how this is playing out? Well, I think the other thing is they will in our, in, uh, artificially create a black market uh, for everything. And there's a lot to unpack here. Can we start back from the top uh, just for sure. a second? Um, because you're talking because about uh, this is coming from the Fed, digital dollars deposited, correct? Right, by January so, 1st. And then you have something yeah. called the CBDC, which is uh, direct money transfers. And I don't know the difference between you know the Fed's, doing digital dollars deposited or the Fed doing digital dollars deposit or the Fed's doing default money transfers coming. It's about the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. So then you have the central bank, which will be a digital currency, right. which we'll, we'll all receive. Fed okay. Uh, and you will take it because it's free money. Sure. Okay. We haven't talked about the, the strings yet. Uh, this will all come by way of a Fed app. 
uh, which will phone. be delivered to your phone. And the good, the upside is you don't need a bank account. Right. So the bank, and who would want a bank account anyway when it's run by the U.S. Postal Service? Right. Plus, you can pay with your phone. Yeah. So, and then all of it's trackable. Correct. So they'll have a direct contact. So this Apple, you know, with the uh, bite of the apple uh, that's on my phone. Exactly. Right. So it'll go right, right here, and it'll let people know that hey, I'm on board. I'm on board. Right. You know, I'm. Uh, you know, I've got my mask on, essentially. Exactly. Um, then let's see. The banking for all app it, uh, will be the one portion. And if you don't use the banking for all app, then you're going to have the illicit currency. Correct. Right? That's going to kick you in the teeth because, oh, my gosh, illicit currency. Right. These are uh, you guys doing some sort of trading or swapping. Um, so the bank will all be passing through the U.S. Post Office. Well, if you're with a credit union or a bank that's not in the Federal Reserve member system, mm-hmm. yes, you will have a So they will see the power of the this, and they office. won't be able to turn themselves away from the level of control. They'll say, we've got to get rid of voter fraud. We've got to get rid of financial fraud. We've got to get rid of fraud and waste in general. And, hey, you don't even have to pay taxes as long as you grab onto this app. Now you can vote. Now you can get your money, and you can get all your mail through one source, <laughs> that wonderful, beautiful I Fed app that, that's yeah, coming. Yeah, you could. Yeah, and then uh, here's, the, here's the hook for them. It's programmable. It could be uh, usurped, taken away from you, and used for any other means uh, by the government. So your life as you know it and your upward mobility, most of all, will be completely ripped from you. Right. Uh, How would it? Total control. You could never become a millionaire, become a billionaire, because they'd be tracking you and programming you the entire time. Oh, unless you're the perfect PC citizen, Mm -hmm. then you will be allowed then to rise up the chain of command. But if in any way you stray, uh, you you know attend a rally, you speak out on talk radio, you do something that the government doesn't like, well now you get knocked down, and they can use the money as the, I don't know, either the carrot or the stick. Is this a life worth living? No, no, I mean, you just lose total freedom. That's it's total control via the money system, and. I really did think this was kind of far out in our future until I read First of the year. First of the year. They have to have the structure in place. Now, here's how it would have to come about, because I think there would be huge, huge kickback on this right now. Pushback would be remarkable. But do you remember what happened with the Patriot Act? No. The Patriot Act was written two or three years before 9-11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So you knew that. It was there just sitting there. It hadn't gone anywhere in committee. It had been read a few times. It needed to be reasoned into existence. Then came 9-11, and boom, oh, here we got it for you. Now we're standing with our hands above our heads at the airport trying to go through screening, and everything in life changed. So I think that's what would have to happen for the Banking for All Act and the Illicit Cash Act to come into effect. We need a crisis. If we had a financial crisis where banks close, where what's the money's worth, where everybody's in panic, where they let us stew in it for a few weeks, you know, and then they suddenly bring this out. We have the solution. Everybody, get out your phones. Download the app. We're going to be pushing money to you. It is currency. You can pay your taxes in it. You can pay your mortgage with it. You can do whatever you want with it. We are going to be giving you Fed coin, and every one of you has got a phone. And if you don't have a phone, go get one, get the app, and we're going to be pushing money down to you. We are not going to deposit it at your bank. It's going to come to your phone. 
and it will not be a dollar. It will be a Fed coin. And they'll have to make it legal tender, which is what they're working on now. Yes, I think that would be the, the step that they would have to have first. Crisis. Then How do we solution. stop this? How do we prevent this from coming into an existence? I think you'd probably have to do it legally. You would have to go to courts and you'd have to say. Wouldn't the Supreme Court stop this? They could. Now, Under what? I well, have no clue. Well, basically, can you deprive people of property without their consent? Uh, yeah, we did that this year. Uh, sure. That is um, uh, Fifth Amendment, Fourth Amendment. Right. Right. Search and seizure uh, deprive you of your ability to actually attain property and keep property going by virtue of the fact that we have seized you under the health or edict. Um, right. And your social score is terrible because you decided not to wear a mask. You decided right. to go ahead and try and go work and provide for your family. And see, this is also what happened during the Depression. Franklin Roosevelt really overstepped his constitutional authority. And the, the courts were really reluctant to step in to stop him because it was, quote, unquote, an emergency, a desperate time in America. And we're seeing the same thing now. COVID has kind of been this little test case on what can we get away with to take away people's rights, take away their property, and not have the courts step in and say, no, you can't do that. Finally, six months into it, we're finally seeing some courts step in and say, no, governors, you can't. No, governors, you can't. But it's going to have to come either through massive uprisings or it's going to come through the courts is how this would have to be stopped. But see, here's, here's the issue, Eddie. Here, an analogy. When you were a little kid, did you ever put black ants and red ants together in a jar? I don't remember that guy, but... Okay, you were a nice little... I kid. know kids who did it. Right. Okay, if you put the ants in gently into a jar... The ants will work well together. They work around each other. It's kind of no big deal. All you have to do is shake the jar. And then the ants turn on each other. In one, two, three, four, we got an ant war. And they <laughs> will fight each other to death. <laughs> and everybody stares in fascination. And it's all for your entertainment. And it's, yeah, it's kind of sick, but little kids have done this forever. The ants get mad at each other when they really should be getting mad at the person shaking the jar. Well, What's going on in America right now? Well, we got Team Blue and Team Red, and everybody's at each other's throats, and we're getting ready to go and just you know, have bloodshed. But we're not looking at who is shaking the jar and why are they doing it. And I think that's the point I want to get across in the show today. Look, you are right to get incensed and inflamed about all the stuff that's going on out there. But behind the scenes, there's something really big going on in the money world that is going to have huge implications if they manage to get this put into place. If they can initiate a crisis which then ushers in this type of digital currency that is programmable and they make it so tempting that you must opt into the system or you can't even function. We have lost so much freedom while we were fighting down here amongst each other. And that's, that's my concern right now, if that makes sense to you. Absolutely. You know, I just don't see this coming to fruition because I think this is such a doomsday scenario. Um, are you familiar with right. Jonathan Kahn? 
Sure. Okay. Have you read um, the, the, the Harbinger? Harbinger. Sure. Yeah. So you know the cycles of the seven. Um, would this type of thing eliminate cycles? You oftentimes talk about trading in the stock market, and you say, well, there's nobody <laughs> even on there. And then, you know, it's just people are trading all the time back Gosh. and forth, you know. That so is- just think about that for a second and then expand upon, expand upon that, that notion and then sure. in terms of what we're dealing with here. No, no, I, you're right. Here's what FedCoin could do. The Federal Reserve could and very likely would be approved to buy stocks. So, Which they're already doing. Sure. Well, they do it through third parties. Legally, they can't do it directly, so they push money to other member banks or even foreign banks that do the buying for them. In this case, what they would do is let's just say the S and let's say they mentally have a a floor on the S and P 500 now of three thousand. Well, if the S and P 500 got to thirty eight hundred, they could put a floor in it. 3400 and every time the market started to drop too far, right, yep. they could step in and buy yep. to prop up asset prices. So it's not a market anymore. Not a market anymore. Yep. Let's take it to the next step. Uh, mortgages. Let's say you've got home prices really starting to crater in Silver City or Albuquerque or Boise. Can the Fed step in and start buying the mortgages, start buying the houses? Yeah. Now what happens? They would effectively own them. Sure, exactly. Now, the Federal Reserve should sit on the board at Apple and Microsoft and Procter & Gamble and anybody else, any other stock that they're buying, because they will be major shareholders with money, money, currency, Fed coin, whatever you want to call it, that they printed out of thin air, and they purchased the assets of the United States, both corporate and individual. And if you think, no, there's no way this can happen, it's happening in Japan right now, and it is happening obliquely in the United States right now as the Fed intervenes in these markets to buy stocks and bonds. But now it would be done almost as a matter of policy. So the question is, you know, how long can you keep this up and how long will the world accept this kind of thing? Because there are, not everything is within your control, but could they keep this going for a while? Probably. You're just shaking your head. Well, there's no other direction to go because uh, the game is over uh, at this point. So if you have surrendered all your capital and your opportunity, which is more important than capital because you have no idea how much more capital you can get based upon the opportunity, and there's no freedom and everything's predictable, and there's no markets because uh, everything also is predictable, right. and now they make it predictable, and the outcomes, uh, outcomes are practically predetermined. You know, where is the um, ability to shake loose? Where is the ability to grow? Where is the ability to take risk? There doesn't exist. And once you have that, you have a full communist system. Yeah, so what you're going to have is a massive wealth transfer, which is already kind of underway, from the poor and the middle class and the upper middle class funneling up. And you saw this during COVID. Uh, Walmart stays open, Lowe's stays open. Right, yep. Meanwhile, the little Not all the do. same rules, yeah, right. right. So, so okay, so let me jump in there and just say this. And since the outcomes are controlled, maybe the outcomes aren't equal. Right. But they're equal according to what has been predetermined as a place that you should be. 
lower class, middle class, upper class. You're doing pretty good for a lower class. Here's what you're going to be allowed. Here's what you're going to be allocated. Sure. Whether you're, you know, subbing it out and say those, your allocation is 200, 2,000 or 20,000, it doesn't really matter, but it's all equal within that, that group, so to speak. So there's a level of convergence that I think creates communism because we all understood that nobody could have a greater outcome than the one than the one that we have been told that we are allowed to have or the one that we maybe deserve. There's got to be a different value system that you have to insert in all this in order to I, I think it be I think it's a it's a negotiated institutionalized uh communistic outcome. There's no right. no doubt in my mind. It's totalitarian. Yeah. And we talked about this on the last show. There, there are different types of totalitarian systems. And, yeah, this would be economic or slash medical totalitarianism, but the result is going to be the same, controlled by a very small elite group of people, but this time using money. Bring on the death squads. Sure. Bring on the death cha- uh, uh, panels. So let me know how long I should uh, be allowed to live. Right. Uh, who knows like how many trips I should be allowed to take. Right. How many children I'm allowed to have? Right. Uh, you know, like this is all right. the opposite of what we were founded upon. So going back and knowing that this country is ruled upon this uh, constitution, which is why it's so incredible that I mean, I mean, this is why it's so important that this particular election, election is won, right. is to prevent the tearing up of our constitution because they've already said that they'll stack the courts. Right. They already said that they'll do whatever they possibly can to make sure that you know, they, like they have made this determination that it's all or nothing for them. Right. I mean, they, we have to stop them with the Constitution. With Amy Con- Coney Barrett might might be the 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 George Washington of now. Uh, yeah, I think it's a remarkable thing that on Rosh Hashanah we have Judge Ginsburg die, and then we get I mean this powerful woman stepping in, and they didn't lay a glove on her during those hearings. And yeah, she's she's going to go through. And How'd you like that move when she showed the notebook and there was something <laughs> on it? Yeah, she she's she was something else. Yeah. So if you if you want a better explanation of all of this than what I've just done and if you want to see the supporting documentation of this there's a guy named George Gammon and just go to YouTube uh put in George Gammon uh government digital currency <laughs> why you should be terrified. It'll pop up right away. And in about 20 minutes, he does a far better job of explaining this than what I just did. There's also a guy named Mike Maloney, who's written a series called The Hidden Secrets of Money, who's been following this very closely. And these guys have really dug into these um, banking acts. Again, the Banking for All Act and the Illicit Currency Act. And again, just go to... So George Gammon and what was the other one? uh, Mike Maloney. Hidden Secrets of Money. And these guys have been tracking this and saying, guys, look, please wake up. There is something big going on behind the scenes. And when I first began to, you know, you got to get through like you did. This can't possibly happen. There is no way we're going to. Like, who's going to conceive of this? Right. And then you start to think, wait a minute. (laughs) On January 1st, you have to have a structure in place. And granted, this isn't coming January 1st, but it's like the Patriot Act. Get the framework, get the structure, get it all put into place, and then when this crisis happens, we can 
and the people will embrace it. Maybe if we're forewarned a little bit, go, no, 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 uh, we're not buying this. We, we're, we're not buying in. So so let me say one thing, um, and I'm going to let you take the last few minutes alone uh, without me. What was stated in the Thursday health update that we were getting from the governor was that we're not changing our behaviors. Our behaviors aren't this. One for bad, two for good. Your behavior's bad. Here's why your behavior's bad. You need to change your behaviors, and the whole outcome of this whole thing is to change your behaviors moving forward. And as we uh, you know, talked about in our write-ups at News ABQ, are you ready for no, more nine, uh, nine more months of this? Um, with regard to the changing behaviors that would necessarily have to take place for us to go ahead and, and adopt this uh, Fed app, uh, traceable Fed app, which would allocate certain numbers sure. uh, uh, to us. I want you to talk about how we're being programmed by our current healthcare pan, quote unquote pandemic for this. Let's, uh, what is the governor's real frustration right now? That she can't enforce it. So the weapon she has at her disposal is she can jawbone us, she can lecture us, and she's very good at that. Uh, she can shut down the restaurants. She can do what law enforcement can do. But as far as the great mass of us, if you walk around and you don't wear a mask, she can't do much about it. I want you to imagine the power she would have if she could use your money, if she could use FedCoin to say, we have noticed on the cameras at all over the city that you, Eddie, were not wearing your mask. Right. Uh, you know, out go 10 of your fed coin. I mean, it is just a push of a button. It, it's, it could all be automated. It could all just be, if you do this behavior, you will be rewarded. If you do this behavior, you will be punished. Imagine the power in a megalomaniac's hands <laughs> to be able to do this by taking away your means of support and your ability to drive or travel or eat or pay your rent. It is phenomenal power that could come as a result of a digital programmable currency <laughs> that we will voluntarily take because it's free. I mean, it's... Um, this is the end of everything, if this were to uh, come into place. Right. Um, Greg Zinni, how can people get a hold of you? My number, 250-3754, or go to my website at ZanettiFinancial.com. Yeah. Thanks, uh, my friend. Pretty, uh, yeah, thank you for being here. i got to tell you, this is a tough thing to hear. And do I think it's possible and plausible? Absolutely. I think you just uh, told us exactly uh, why I think this can happen. And uh, I feel like, you know, we've just got to go ahead and start talking about this uh, more and more. In fact, I will go and look at George Gammon and Mike Maloney, The Hidden Secrets of uh, Money. And, and go to uh, that website, govinfo.gov, type in digital yeah, wallet. I will be definitely uh, right. definitely doing that. All right, folks, right. we'll see you bright and early tomorrow, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. here in the Kiva, a.m. 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. <laughs>